fuck is up, world? Biali Plantic Pak. We're back in this bitch. Another podcast for that ass. Another grito. Sea dicho. Coming about almost a fucking month now since my last one, okay? And uh, that's the shit we're gonna talk about today. So let's just, before we even get into all that kind of shit, let's just fucking get the formalities out of the way. If you haven't already, follow your boy, OG underscore ice nice 13 on the gram and something along the same lines on other social medias as well if you're still listening to this shit just know dog i appreciate the fuck out of it more than more than words can ever convey more than i can ever say by way of a fucking mere comment on social media i'm a fucking old school belief that if you got something important to say it should be something that is said in person you know what i mean and uh unfortunately one of the drawbacks to you know establishing you know connections on the internet's is that that's not necessarily a potentiality in many cases, unless, you know, you can link up and, you know, vibe over the phone and all that kind of shit. But I'm not that kind of person. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so instead, I would just rather uh, uh, share uh, some quick thoughts, not, not quick thoughts, but a quick shout out, if you will, to the people who have been, you know, sending me messages and fucking support and asking when the new podcast is dropping and so on. You know what I mean? Because that shit honestly gets me through, like it helped get me through to this fucking point where I am today. Obviously, still dealing with everything that I'm going through personally. It's been fucking difficult, dog. And, uh, you know, podcasting was... It wasn't the last thing on my mind. I've thought about it fucking obsessively, to be completely honest with you. But uh, what wasn't on my mind was just fucking hyper-focusing on one particular subject. That just wasn't a fucking... That just not... That wasn't something that I had the energy to do, okay? And uh, before I get into how that's going to affect the podcast for today, let me quickly get the shout-out out the way. The message that I was trying to say is that especially one particular... Uh, Miss Julie's busybody, you know what I mean? Like your fucking kind words really, really, really resonated deeply with me in such a way that, you know, it really, there was a point where I was even considering like, damn dog, am I going to continue to do this podcast shit? Cause I, 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 I don't fucking have the energy right now to be doing this kind of shit. You know what I mean? And, uh, it had already been so long and that in, in, in between episodes that I wasn't even sure like, damn dog, is anyone like, if I go back and do this, like, first of all, do I have the energy to do it? Second of all, like, uh, you know, is the is the fucking little audience that I've built up in, in this fucking th- almost three years that I've been doing this shit now, is it, will, will they even be there? Because you all, have, obviously, as I mentioned before, you have so many fucking options available at your disposal that you can just fucking go off and, you know, find something else, which understandable, I would do the same too, you know what I mean? But uh, seeing that there are people who are there who fucking look forward to the content, like that really means a lot, man, and it really helped uplift my spirits in a way. And motivate me to get, you know, back fucking to work, essentially, right, on this podcast shit. But uh, with that in mind, this particular episode is going to be different in, in a way, okay? Actually, it's going to be completely different. Let me com- be completely honest with you. And the reason why is because in the time that I've taken off and, you know, from not podcasting, uh, I- I've come to the realization that what it is that I've wanted this podcast to be, okay? And uh, one thing that I realized is that me personally, uh, I've pigeonholed myself, dog. <laughs> I've pigeonholed myself, okay, because of my... Uh, 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 my uncertainty with what it is that I want this podcast to be, I kind of pigeonholed myself into be of being a fucking strictly philosophy podcast, which is not bad because it's what I wanted it to be initially, right? But um, yeah, dog. Again, like, it's not that it's not going to be a philosophy podcast moving forward. I'm still going to be dropping every bit as much philosophy as I've done in previous fucking episodes. Okay, so it's not about not fucking uh being a pot a philosophy podcast anymore. It's about you know fucking. It's about wanting to expand, bro. It's about wanting to show more of my fucking, just more of me, dog. It's it's an it's a grito. That's why I named it this fucking podcast to begin with when I was first starting. You know, part of the reason why I was so confused about about this podcast and the inception is because you know I, I I wanted it to be a grito. Like this is my daily, this is my weekly thoughts and shit. But I also wanted to share fucking content that you all would be like, yo, this is actually pretty fucking dope. Something fucking worth listening to. You know what I mean? And even though I was confused at the beginning, I'm, I'm glad I did it because I've met, like I said, you know, just 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 one example, Miss Julie's busybody. But there's more. There's more. Definitely. I'm not trying to slight you. You know what I mean? She's just the one that comes to mind immediately right now um, that I've met because of this podcast. And I'm fucking thankful for that. You know what I mean? Uh, but at the same time, dog, like there's again, there's shit that I want to talk about that I, I can't necessarily because, you know, they don't fit the parameters of the podcast episode that I'm that, that I've been working on. You know what I mean? Or, you know, when I'm in the podcast, I'll start fucking, I'll get on a tangent, I'll go off on a tangent, I'll hyper-focus on one particular fucking philosophical issue, 
And then I'll feel compelled to do a follow-up podcast, an entire podcast around it, even though sometimes, again, my energy and my attention ain't necessarily in that direction. You know what I mean? So um, in the past, one of the ways that I felt that I could probably get away with, get away from this was just to start a, a whole ass new podcast, like just start a whole new podcast, still have the fucking Grito podcast and make it strictly philosophical, but then start a whole ass new podcast entirely dedicated to the shit that I wanted to talk about that I didn't, couldn't fit into one particular episode. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I know I've mentioned it before, uh, the name of it, it was going to be called Run It Back. And the idea was going to be just a quick weekly review, if you will, of all the shit that's happening, dog. Because shit happens so quickly in this technological age of information that it's fucking impossible to keep up with it all at once. You know what I mean? And uh, it's even more impossible to try to fucking hyper-focus on all the the deeply philosophical issues that are embedded within all of the fucking, all of the happenings of, of, of our current times. You know what I mean? So to be able to fucking drop like consistent podcast after podcast, like keeping up with just fucking one of these issues, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a tall task. You know what I mean? And uh, as much as I try to pride myself on being a fucking hard worker, like I just only fucking so much time in the day and to be able to do so. And honestly, to also be fucking inundating you all with fucking podcast after podcast after podcast to talk about shit like the philosophy behind Elon Musk, the, the philosophy behind abortion, the philosophy behind Ukraine, the philosophy behind Shanghai, the philosophy behind crypto. Like, that's, that's a lot of fucking podcasts, you know what I mean? And I don't want to be that dude that's just fucking pounding out content, content, content. And, you know, eventually it, it leads to a little bit of fatigue because you're like, God damn, another podcast, dog, you just dropped one fucking yesterday. You know what I mean? Another hour-long podcast, like, chill, bro. I got other fucking things that I want to do with my fucking time in life. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I guess the idea was that, you know, instead of fucking doing that, dog, my whole running back shit was meant to be just... A quick weekly review of the news, dog, and, you know, interspersed with some philosophy, how the fucking news topics relate philosophically without having to get hyper-focused on it, without feeling compelled to fucking do a whole ass podcast, for instance, on the philosophy of abortion, which I could easily do because it's fucking serendipitous that this whole abortion shit got leaked this week because just last week I was fucking doing the the, the topic of abortion in my own fucking philosophy class. So, you know, to be able to do so, it, it's not fucking, it's, it's, it, it ain't no thing, you know what I mean? But that's not necessarily what my energy is at right now at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like it was in, in complete honesty, bro. It was fucking tough just fucking doing the lecture in class because not necessarily because of the, of the, of the topic, but just because of where your boy's at. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's been hard to fucking lecture because, uh, you know, uh, my mind is fucking so occupied with the death of my brother that, you know, just, just fucking going to work and talking about shit that I'm not necessarily like, it's not that I'm not interested in, 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 in I, I'm a fucking philosopher, bro. Like this is the shit that I signed up for. You know what I mean? Like, of course I'm interested in this shit, but uh, it's not like fucking, it's not where my energy's at at the moment. You know what I'm saying? So it's tough. And then to come and do a podcast with it, <clears throat> basically faking the funk, like I talked about in the previous episode, excuse me. Um, yeah, like I, I didn't want to be doing that dog. So this whole running back shit, it provides me the opportunity to be able to fucking sit back, examine the fucking weekly events, you know, like it's like me giving you like the, the, the weekly rundown of the news, essentially the shit that I've personally found interesting. You know what I mean? Hopefully that you find interesting as well. And then just explain a little bit of the philosophy along the way without feeling the fucking need to, you know, go off on these fucking deep dives and shit. And I'm not saying that, uh, I'm not saying that I'm not going to do that moving forward. Like part of the, part of the uh, hopes that I have for this fucking particular, you know, little spinoff, if you will, of El Grito, the whole running back shit, is that in doing so, I'm going to fucking, uh, 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 to uh, topics will emerge. They're going to, they always do, right? They're going to emer uh, emerge organically. And I'll be like, oh shit, you know what? Like, I need to talk about that more. I need to get that into more further detail, like philosophically, so I can give a little bit of foundation for as to why it is that I personally feel like this, this, this type of way. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that doing so will have one of two, it'll have multiple effects, right? Chief among which being the idea that it'll allow me to actually focus more on like the actual El Grito episodes. Like it'll actually allow me to focus more on philosophical deep dives because I, now I'm not going to be distracted by like, oh, I got to make, I got to try to fit this into this. And like, you know what I'm like? No, dude, we're just going to do straight philosophical deep dives on these fucking El Grito episodes. You know what I mean? And on these running back episodes, dog, like it's just going to be, it's just going to be me fucking vibing, dog, like a little bit more of me, my own personality. So hopefully you'll stick around with that kind of shit. You know what I mean? If you've made it this far, I'm hoping that you still are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, uh, yeah, dog, it's very, uh. For me personally, like it's very therapeutic, dog. There's this, it's very therapeutic. There's this fucking great meme that talks about like dudes, like instead of going to therapy, they're, uh, they, you know, they're going off to, you know, start another podcast, which I think personally is fucking hilarious. That meme is fucking hilarious because it is, at least for me personally, like fucking dead on. You know what I mean? But honestly, like as snarky as it is, like honestly, dog, who gives a fuck? Like if men are choosing to fucking start a podcast as opposed to going to therapy, 
I would say that they should probably go to therapy as well. But if it helps, like, you know, this kind of shit helps, you know, you know, I I, I don't see what the issue is. And for me personally, it, it helps me get the ideas off that I linger on and obsess over for like fucking more than weeks at a time, dog, because this is just assuming that, you know, these issues go away within a week or that they'll go away as soon as I stop fucking talking about them in a podcast episode where a philosophical deep dive, you know what I mean? Which is, it's clearly not the case, dog. <laughs> so yeah, that was the whole point of the grito, yeah? The yell, like, fuck, dude, I'm fucking angry. This is why I'm fucking angry. Returning a little bit to the initial roots of why I started this bitch in the first place, you know what I mean? So yeah. I guess with that in mind, the, the one place I wanted to start first and foremost, of course, was with the probably the most hot button issue at the current moment, which is the abortion, the abortion issue, bro. Like <laughs> the, it's such a this is such a this is what I'm talking about, like with a fucking uh, a philosophical deep dive. This right here is such a deeply complex philosophical issue. Like, honestly, there's very few philosophical issues that I'm, it's not that I'm afraid, if you will, but damn, dog, it, it fucking, it doesn't frustrate me. I'm not afraid of it, but it's just, fucked. it's daunting. I'll leave it at that. It's a daunting fucking issue, bro. The abortion issue, okay? Because of how, just how complicated it is. How many fucking, how, how it's not a black and white issue, bro. It's fucking got so much fucking in-between gray areas that, you know, to, be an absolutist in any one particular, you know, uh, situation is seemingly impossible unless you're like extremely dogmatic. You know what I mean? Which is something that I, I never want to be. I never want to be an extremely dogmatic person. You know what I mean? So to sit down and fucking do a podcast episode on fucking just abortion alone, bro, I could fucking do a whole ass series on abortion alone because motherfuckers teach whole courses on abortion alone. You know what I mean? The ethics of abortion. And, uh, for me personally, this is something that, uh, I talked about recently in one of my Instagram posts, but uh, for those that, you know, don't follow, how fucking dare you, first and foremost, <laughs> right? I'm just playing, dog. Like, I get it. Fucking the gram ain't for everybody. And I don't fuck with other social medias, really. So if you're not on the gram, like, how would you see it? it ain't, you know, it ain't no thing. But uh, the point that I was trying to make in my uh, in my post is that, you know, for the, the hallmark of a good philosophy professor specifically, you know, this is my belief, Right is that they are able to show both sides and they're able to argue in favor of both sides of a fucking complex situation, especially ones that are fucking as polarizing as abortion. You know what I mean? Uh, it was my, my my personal experience that when I was going through you know college in general, that's fucking all the way up through my PhD program before I dropped out. Uh, it, I hated when fucking professors would show their bias, dog. Like I hated when they would only, I hated it when they would only give one fucking side of the argument. You know what I mean? And uh, the reason why... Is because it's very fucking demeaning. It's very, you know, very off-putting. You know, the idea that this fucking person, just because they fucking have taken more tests, basically, I can't even say read more books because there's motherfuckers that, you know, have never stepped foot on an academic campus that have fucking di in uh, ingested fucking countless books, more than any fucking academic. You know what I mean? So the idea that this person who's taken more tests, you know what I mean, uh, some somehow has a better fucking opinion on issues or, or more fucking... Uh, important opinion on fucking complex issues is is fucking absurd dog you know what i mean and uh when it comes to fucking polarizing issues like abortion you know what i mean and you, you're only getting fucking one end of the spectrum which generally speaking in academia is the liberal end right it's very off-putting because it just assumes that the person who doesn't agree with that is fucking somehow inferior which is fucking just not true okay uh, and perhaps most importantly, what's really happening when we're doing that is that we're not fucking, we're not really educating people, bro. Uh, we're indoctrinating people. And that fucking first and foremost, that is like, that is a, a big no-go for me. You know what I mean? I, I try my best to keep my fucking biases in check. Every professor has them just by nature of fucking being a human being. You know what I mean? The way we structure our courses, of course, they're going to have our biases. You know what I mean? And, uh, I try to be fucking conscientious of this and try to, and I, I'm open and honest with this. I tell my students all the time, like, we all got agendas, dog, myself included. And you should be fucking cognizant of that whenever I'm fucking teaching you philosophy, whenever I'm assigning you a reading, whenever I'm fucking giving you an opinion and think to yourself, like, is this motherfucker doing this because this is the actual truth that I need to learn? Or is he doing it because he's trying to fucking push an agenda? You know what I mean? Uh, and the same is true for all other fucking professors as well. And, uh, you know, when we're not fucking as professors giving if you will the full uh, the full availability of information at our disposal we're you know because we're purposely keeping some shit behind in order to try to fucking advance a certain fucking point uh, a certain agenda then we're not fucking educating bro we're fucking indoctrinating in which case there is no distinction between us 
and the people that we're so fucking angry against, namely the fucking, the old white men that run the world, bro. Like, come on, dog. Like, you can't fucking bash these motherfuckers for brainwashing us and then turn around and try to brainwash motherfuckers into your ideology. Like, that's not, keep it, keep it 100, homie. Where's the logical consistency? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, when it comes to like these fucking complex issues, I feel as a professor, philosophy professor, but any professor, dog, unless you're fucking with like the, the maths and the science, the STEM fields, there's not, there's very little room for fucking uh, interpretation there. What can be interpreted fucking, you know, there, there's, there's little room, but critical theories come along and fucking uh, uh, shown to us all the ways in which even that fucking interpretation is wrong and can be fucking subject to its own fucking critique, but whole ass different podcast for a whole ass different episode, right? I could feel the pressure melting away, just knowing like, oh, I don't feel compelled at this current moment to do a fucking deep dive into critical theory. Like, it's beautiful, right? <laughs> Based just off of that one little fucking comment that I've made. Um, anyways, the point is that like, you know, when it comes to these liberal arts specifically, it's fucking, they're complex matters and you have to be able to defend both sides. And if you're not doing that, you're not educating, you're indoctrinating, which is the exact opposite of education. You know what I mean? So, you know, when it comes to this abortion shit, dog, like, yeah, it's fucking complicated. And I think, uh, I'll just be, I'll keep it 100 with you, dog. This is just me being 100 with you. Like me personally, I did in that post, I should qualify it by saying that I don't like to share my own personal views because they're fucking irrelevant, but I'm not in a philosophy class and you aren't my students. You know what I mean? This is me fucking vibing with you 100. Um, me personally, dog, like I am inherently pro-life, you know, for a variety of reasons. Okay. Uh, and you know, one of the critiques that I've been, you know, that has been given to me about this is like, oh, well, you're still a victim of the fucking colonial Christian brainwashing. And it's like, maybe, or maybe, you know, just me personally, I've come to the, uh, you know, cause I've been in this situation, dog. I've been in this situation personally, me, myself personally. Okay. Where you're, you know, you're, you, you fuck around dog and you know, some shit happens and you're like, well, fuck now we got to decide what are we going to do? You know what I mean? And uh, I know me personally, like I was, I've just never been that kind of person to be like, nah, dog, we got to get an abortion. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. You know what I mean? However, with all, because of that, I'm inherently pro-life. And plus, because because of that, dog, like I talk a lot of shit about anti-natalism, how it's fucking hilarious, you know, about fucking absurdity and nihilism and all that kind of shit and how it's fucking hilarious. But honestly, dog, like that's just me being edgy and facetious. Like I don't fucking really believe that kind of shit. I think life is a fucking treasure. Like I think life is fucking awesome. I think it's beautiful, even at its fucking most difficult moments. You know what I mean? And just the ability to experience that kind of shit is fucking, it's just the, the, the numbers of us having the chance to be born, you know what I mean, is fucking astronomical. So for that, you know, again, as difficult as it may be, it's still, in my opinion, you know, like it's still something worth experiencing, just the human experience in general. You know what I mean? So of course I'm going to be inherently pro-life. However, however, a giant fucking qualifier, bro. With all that said, my opinion honestly doesn't fucking matter. It just, it just doesn't. Okay. Um, for one, because I don't even vote, dog. Like I'll never fucking vote. Okay. I've posted it. I posted it recently on the gram, the reasoning why. Uh, but again, for those that don't follow along, it, you know, it bears repeating. And the idea here is that you know, voting, you're not voting for change, bro. You're voting for who the fucking government officials will be that are going to utilize or who the government will utilize this fucking abstract force known as the government, man, who they're, who, what, what, who that force is going to utilize to strip us of our rights. You know what I mean? Uh, the idea behind this post was like, yo, motherfucker, dude, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, y'all motherfuckers have, y'all motherfuckers have lionized her. Okay. And I fucking called this shit, dog, fucking years ago. When I first started learning how fucking Supreme Court justices fucking work, why the fuck didn't that bitch retire when fucking Clinton was in office? Why didn't that bitch retire when fucking Obama was in office? Okay, because when both of them were in office, ideally, if you fucking uphold this whole fucking, you know, political fucking theater that we're told is politics in the United States of America, if you follow that logic, she could have been replaced by a Supreme Court justice that was a Democrat. Okay, potentially even a woman. Right. But she didn't because she was so caught up in the fucking notorious RGB fucking or RBG fucking persona that she fucking rocked it to the bitter fucking end, which obviously had a terrible, terrible effect on fucking women's rights today in 2022. Okay, because she died when Trump was fucking president. And because of that, the Republicans got to fucking nominate their next fucking Supreme Court justice. Right. If she would have fucking, and now, like, now the fucking, the, 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 the scales are tilted where it's five of them who are conservative and the fucking four of them who are Democrats. And the way it's looking, dog, the way it's looking is because of that, 
this shit's going to get overturned, okay? And you can sit here and you can blame people like me who don't fucking vote. You can blame fucking people like, you know, uh, uh, the fucking men who are making the laws. And you're not wrong. But there's more blame to go around, dog. And it fucking certainly starts with the fucking Democrat fucking institution as a whole. Ruth Bader Ginsburg as an individual. Because, you know, there was another fucking Supreme Court justice. I believe it was Scalia, Anthony Scalia, who did resign. Who did this very thing when fucking... I believe it was Trump at the very beginning of Trump's presidency. He did resign for that very reason. You know what I mean? And they fuck, that enabled them to put in a fucking another conservative, bro. You know what I mean? And then when, you know, when RGB, RBG, whatever the fuck, whenever she passed, like that just that that sealed the deal. Dog. It was fucking it, this. This shit was called from a mile away. Like, oh, fuck, they're going to overturn Roe versus Wade. This ain't some shit that just popped up randomly, dog. This is shit that's been fucking fermenting in the fucking background for a very long time. You know what I mean? So, you know, as much as I'd like to say shit, you know, like my fucking, my vote doesn't matter and my opinion doesn't matter because I don't have a fucking uterus. It's the truth, dog. It's truth. But again, that shit is fucking entirely irrelevant because ultimately there's a grander fucking problem at play. And that is the idea that there's this fucking force, the government that should have its fucking the ability to impose its fucking self onto our lives as everyday people, which obviously, if you fucked with me long enough, you'll know that that is something I am adamantly against, like adamantly against, like the intrusion of government into our fucking personal lives, whether it be about fucking abortion, whether it be about a fucking vaccine, like I don't fucking want the government involved in my life in any way, dog. So more I, more insights to this whole complicated beliefs that I, that I have when it comes to abortion. Like, yeah, dog, me personally, I, 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 I valued, you know, uh, how can I put this without fuck? I'm pro-life basically. Okay. But I'm also pro-choice. Like it's not a fucking, it's not, I'm not an absolutist dog. I'm not a dogmatist. I fucking know full well that there are certain instances where a woman should have access to a fucking abortion. And I fucking, you know, like, it's not that I don't, I don't blame the woman, dog. Like, it's fucking life, bro. This is something that these motherfuckers just don't understand. Like, sometimes shit happens, bro. And it's not a fucking, it's not the responsibility of an individual to fucking have to, you know, bear the brunt of it completely. You know, like the cases where, you know, there are the unfortunate cases of incest or rape. You know what I mean? But there's also the unfortunate cases of fucking ectopic pregnancies, for instance. You know what I'm saying? One of the, one of the, uh, one of the uh, uh, qualifiers to this whole abortion thing is that it could potentially even be that women who have miscarriages will be fucking tried, you know, for they can be held uh, liable in litigation for their fucking miscarriage, which is patently fucking absurd, bro. Like, what the fuck? This is a natural instance. This this is something that people fucking actively want to happen. OK, trust me, bro. I've been there. I know what this is fucking like. You know what I'm saying? And uh, on top of all that, on top of all that, I. I know how much fucking emotional suffering is inherent with something like a fucking miscarriage, dog. And, you know, to further compound the pain that a family or, you know, just a couple is experiencing by fucking subjecting them to fucking litigation because of uh, something as, you know, unpreventable as a fucking uh, a miscarriage, dog. Like, that's just fucking inhumane, bro. And, you know, at the end of the day, I you know, I put forth like, oh, I'm a fucking, you know, like this tough motherfucker, you know, fucking from the hood and all that kind of shit. But I got a fucking bleeding heart, bro. And uh, when they're trying, when the government, this fucking abstract entity is trying to fucking impose its will on people, insert itself into their lives and fucking exacerbating, you know, uh, potential suffering. Like, I'm not with that, dog. So, yeah, like, <laughs> th that's what I'm talking about. This fucking abortion shit. It's such a complex issue. Like, you can't, me personally, again, I'm on, you can't just say like, oh, I'm pro-choice. You know what I mean? Like, or I'm pro-life, like, dog, it's so fucking complicated. It's just so complicated. And uh, part of the reason I feel as though we are currently where we are as a society is because we can't even fucking have these discussions, bro. We can't even have these debates. Like, just me saying this, one of the reasons why I was so hesitant at first is because I'm aware of how it's going to fucking, it's going to come off like one way or another, you're going to interpret it one way or another. You know what I mean? Very few of us, hopefully you'll be one of them, are going to be like, okay, that's an interesting point. I see your point. Let's have a discussion about it. You know, like it, that's fucking, that, that, that's very special. You know what I mean? And I mean, if you're following along with this, you're part of this, in my opinion, the special one. So I have faith and that's why I'm so comfortable in being able to say this. You know what I mean? But there are people out there, dog, who say, oh, this motherfucker's pro-choice. Fuck this motherfucker. Block, delete, unsubscribe, all that kind of shit. And the same when it comes for those motherfuckers who are like, oh, this motherfucker's pro-life. Like block, delete, unsubscribe, fuck all this bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, the point, you know, one of the points, the original points of fucking this podcast, bro, was like, nah, dude, like, 
Let's fucking put that bullshit aside and let's fucking create the space where we can have these conversations, these very difficult conversations. Even if you don't fucking agree with me, like that's cool, dog. We don't have to agree, but let's fuck, let's talk it out, homie, because in talking it out, we have a better idea and hopefully we can elevate each other in such a way where we can come to a mutual understanding where even if we don't agree with each other, we still fucking respect enough, you know, the, 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 the opinions to be like, okay, dog, like I don't agree with you, but I'm not going to fucking... I'm not going to completely cut you out of my life because of it. You know what I mean? Unless you start fucking around and doing shit like fucking using your opinion to try to influence the government to impose its will on me. In that case, it's fuck you, homie. You know what I mean? That's the only instance, right? <laughs> so, yeah, dog, that's like the abortion shit in a nutshell. right? And, and I think one thing, um, me personally, me personally, uh, one thing that uh, has been tripping me out is how we're not really focusing, how a lot of the attention isn't on how the fucking, <laughs> how the decision got leaked or why even the decision, the decision got leaked. You know what I mean? And this is normally where the fucking conspiratorial aims of the podcast would come in and be like, bro, it's a conspiracy. Here's a fucking hour long podcast onto how and why. Maybe one day, maybe one day, but not for this episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> right now, I'll just leave it at that. Like, yo, like in my personal opinion, dog, it, it just feels as though, it just feels as though this shit was released on purpose, obviously. Okay. Just another one of the fucking many energy harvesting fucking events that this fucked up, the sorcerers who run fucking mankind, the masters of mankind, just one of the many fucking magic tricks that they fucking pull on us to drain us of our energy. And this one is a particularly fucking, obviously, I don't got to tell you, this is a particularly draining one. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I personally do think it was released on purpose. Just one of the, the information. They say it was leaked and they're launching this whole ass fucking, you know, investigation onto who leaked it and why. But I, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty convinced that it's fucking like, uh, it was on purpose, dog. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Okay. And, uh, before I get off of this abortion issue, I did want to just leave with some quick philosophical tidbits about, <laughs> about, uh, about the abortion debate. Right. And, uh, because I, I did say, I did say, uh, that I had just spoken about this, uh, last week in my ethics class. So, uh, just just quickly, right? Just some arguments for and against abortion in case you're interested. Probably the most uh, famous one comes to us from this lady. Uh, fuck, I can't remember her name off the top of my head anymore. Anyways, the argument itself is talking about... All right, my bad. I had to look it up real quick and I'm just going to read it straight off my fucking notes because I don't want to fuck around and get this argument wrong, okay? But uh, the lady's name is Judith Jarvis Thompson, right? And uh, basically what she's going to argue is something along the libertarian view that quote unquote libertarian, I fucking hate that term anyways, right? But just for the sake of trying to convey the idea, I'll use the terminology that is often associated with my type of beliefs and the type of beliefs that she's kind of advancing here. And that is the idea that, you know, we ourselves are entitled to our own property, including the property of our own being, our body. You know what I mean? Uh, something that I fucking, again, adamantly agree with, like... Uh, Y'all motherfuckers who have spent the last two years trying to get us fucking forcefully inoculated. Like, I will fucking, I'm not going to let that fucking keep me from disagreeing with, you know, like from fucking betraying my principles, dog. Like, I believe in the fucking principle of bodily autonomy, right? And this is something that she's picking up on, Judith Jarvis Thompson, uh, the principle of bodily autonomy, namely when it comes to a woman's body. Like she's saying that a woman should have full control over her own body, bro. And that includes over something like a fucking pregnancy, Okay. And uh, she does something that a lot of people who argue in favor of fucking abortion don't generally do. And that is she's going to grant that she's not even going to use the language like in ethics. We use the language like, is it a zygote? Is it a fucking embryo? Is it a fetus to differentiate between the different you know phases of, the, uh, of pregnancy? So uh, the, uh, the embryo or the zygote would be like the first trimester. The, the embryo would be the second trimester and the fetus would be like the third trimester type shit. Like that's not the exact way it works, but generally speaking, you know what I mean? Um, and she's just going to forego all of that. She's going to say, yeah, it's a fucking fetus, right? Because when we're talking about the embryo, people are like, oh, it's just a clump of cells, right? When we're talking about the zygote, it's like, oh, does it even have consciousness yet? But when it's a fetus, it's just like, well, goddamn, that's like, that's like a fucking fool. That's like a fully developed baby. You know what I mean? And, uh, whenever they, people, whenever the argument gets into that particular realm, it starts to get very touchy. People start getting fucking feeling some type of way. You know what I mean? So... Generally speaking, the fucking people who are pro-choice will avoid you know, will avoid all of that because of the, of the loaded language of a fucking fetus, and they'll try to nitpick and say, "Oh, it's an embryo, it's a fetus, right?" Judith Jarvis Thompson, she's like, "Nah, dog, it's a fucking fetus. I'm just gonna avoid all of that because it's irrelevant to the fucking philosophical point that I'm about to make, and I'm just gonna call it a fetus for the sake of argument, okay?" 
And uh, she's going to say, even if it is a fetus, bro, that does not ultimately entitle anything or anyone to fucking use our own body, to use our own personal resources for their personal benefit, right? Whether it's the fucking United States government, whether it's another fucking individual person, like we, we have complete control over our own fucking possessions, including our body. You know what I mean? Especially our body. And the idea that other people are fucking entitled to it, she's going to say is that's just fucking patently false. Okay. So when it comes to abortion, this fucking holds true. Like, yes, it is a fucking fetus, but that fetus is not entitled to the fucking, <laughs> to the, the, the body, if you will, of the mother or the property of the mother. Like there is no fucking contract there that states that the mother must fucking, you know, be fucking responsible uh, for, 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 for this, uh, uh, for this developing fetus. Okay. And then on the contrast, there's another, the other famous argument is from um, a philosopher, Don something. Okay. Uh, let me look up his name because it's going to fucking bother me too. At least, the, the very fucking least that I could do is provide that information. <laughs> his name is Don Marquis. Okay. He's a philosopher at Kansas. And basically his whole idea is that whether it's a fucking fetus, zygote embryo is irrelevant. Ultimately, the end goal will be the same. And that is that it will be a human being. And that because of that, that fucking human being should be protected at its fucking earliest stage, which is obviously conception. Okay. And the idea here is that since the fucking the fetus, the potential human, cannot defend itself, it is incumbent on those of us who can defend it to do so, right? Uh, and that the people who argue in favor of pro-choice are just simply mistaken in this. And that one of the reasons how they're mistaken is that they generally use a fallacious argument where they refer to it as nothing more than a mere clump of cells. Or, you know, the one that I've seen circulating prominently is they'll show pictures of uh, fetuses or embryos, Right. And uh, they'll be like, do you really think this should be aborted? It's fucking troll post. It's, it's fucking troll bait, right? Because, you know, people who are pro-life will fucking go off on these angry tires and be like, of course it should be fucking protected. That is a human being. And then the shit posters, they'll turn around and be like, hi, joke's on you. This is not a human. It's a fucking elephant or it's a dolphin. You know what I mean? And then, of course, the idea here is be like, you see, you look so stupid. You're defending something that's not even a human being. Don Marquis is going to turn around and say that is a fallacious argument because... For one, there's a huge distinction between a fucking human being and a dolphin. We might have a lot of similarities, but there's still a huge distinction between us. And to fucking argue that, you know, you should abort one, uh, uh, you, you should be allowed to abort a human because at fucking three months of conception, they look the same as a fucking dolphin. It's just a completely disingenuous argument. Okay. And for two, they're going to say that, you know, what differentiates humans from any other creature or living thing on this planet is potentiality okay so he gives the example of an acorn he's going to say an acorn doesn't have much potentiality an acorn can only become a fucking tree okay humans on the other hand we're full of potential bro and like we know full well that it's going to grow from being a fucking clump of cells to a human being and what happens from there who the fuck knows whatever the case is the only way that it'll know that we'll know is if it has the right to life so ultimately his defense is one of a right to life right so just some quick philosophy regarding the current fucking abortion debate that's going to about to unfold right i'm sure it's only getting started if uh the social media posts are to be believed they're currently fucking lining up a bunch of uh, barricades at the supreme court so my idea is they're expecting some sort of fucking landmark decision that is going to lead to a fucking counter like uh, just another fucking huge huge energy harvesting event like the fucking january 6th attacks like the fucking Black Lives Matter protest in the summer of 2020, right? And all the other fucking spectacles that occurred that to try to keep us fucking focused on the little issues. I'm not saying, you know, social justice and women's reproductive rights are little issues. I'm saying like there's fucking, I mean, dude, there's fucking huge, it, there's, there's fucking huge shit happening in the world right now, okay? And uh, it's going to have a far more fucking reaching impact on all of us, dog, than just fucking Roe versus Wade, okay? Like, the fucking stock market, bro. The fucking, just the fucking economy in general, dog. Yo, this shit is like, I remember one time, yo, when I was fucking an undergraduate, I was, uh, I was taking a stupid fucking theater course. It was part of the fucking, uh, course requirements or my degree requirements for liberal arts, right? So I had to take a fucking, uh, uh, a bullshit elective and I chose fucking theater because I was like, ah, whatever. Like, I, I don't mind going to theaters. Like, I, I think it's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Seeing a fucking, a playing kind of, some type of shit, right? But uh, it was like the exact opposite. I had this fucking bitch ass fucking old school teacher who didn't even let us chew gum in class. And I was like, lady, what the fuck is your deal, yo? Like, 
what is this? The 1950s? Calm the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> anyways, the reason why I bring her up, dog, is because fucking uh, I remember one time when we were fucking having a discussion in class about, you know, trying to make potential topics for a play. And uh, she was fucking, you know, asking the students like, yo, what, what type of issues bother? Like, what, what type of issues are you concerned with? And my response was the economy. And I'll never fucking I'll never forget, like, the look she gave me. Like, of pure disgust, like, oh, you're so basic, you fucking plebe. Why would you want to fucking talk about the economy? Like, that's the look that she gave me. And that's the fucking indifference that she had where she was like, okay. And she, like, just moved on. In her mind, the only fucking plays worth watching are those fucking deep melodramatic fucking soap operas type shit. You know what I mean? So the idea of introducing the economy into a fucking theater class was, like, ooh, patently absurd and off-putting to her. But, dog, like, what the fuck? The economy is something that we should all be fucking concerned with. Not because we're fucking simps for capitalism, but because it has a, a direct fucking impact on our everyday lives. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's kind of where, that, that, that's some shit that has really been fucking with me this week, dog. Uh, particularly, I'll start with the crypto market, dog. It's been fucking, it's, to put it nicely, been fucking rough on these streets, bro. It's fucking, the, the, the streets are red as fuck, dog, with blood right now. Okay, I believe something like uh, 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 $1 trillion dollars have been fucking bled out from the crypto market alone in the last week or two weeks, right? Um, and, you know, suffice to say, it's fucking been painful to see, dog. It's been painful to fucking endure for those, you know, just because it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily, I mean, it has, I, uh, let me rephrase that. I can't say, you got to situate it in, t- in its entirety, like when in doubt, zoom out, right? So right now the zoom out is fucking, we're still fucking rallying hard. We say we, but like the crypto market, you know what I mean? It's still rallying hard as fuck. Still like at the end, uh, at the bull run, some people say that nearing the end of the bull run, we were expecting to hit like a fucking the, the last leg of the bull run in 2022. But so far, five months in, it's been fucking mostly just fucking bloodshed, dog. Right. And uh, that itself is indicative of a fucking larger trend that's happening because the crypto markets themselves react to the fucking uh, the stock market, dog. And the stock market, of course, reacts to the fucking greater global economy. OK, so that the fucking crypto market is bleeding just goes to show how fucking bad the stock market is doing, which in turn goes to show how fucking bad the economy is doing, dog, which is obviously going to have a fucking direct impact on you and I, our purchasing power, you know what I mean? The fucking job opportunities, et cetera, right? Um, a lot of this, a lot of this has to do with the fallout from the fucking 2020, you know, just, it was, it was expected, okay? You fucking shut down the whole economy. It's obviously going to have fucking huge effects on P- on, on the economy, Right. And uh, the printing of the stimmies is fucking just, it's just one of the fucking byproducts of this, right? Uh, because the printing of the stimmies have led to fucking, you know, inflation, dog, simple and plain. And uh, recently what's happened with the crypto market is that it responded to the fucking Federal Reserve, you know what I mean? More government intrusion into our fucking personal lives, bro. The Federal Reserve, fucking not even federal, dog, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, increasing... <laughs> the whole fucking fucking conspiracy theory. Not it's not a conspiracy theory, dog. It's the fucking truth. But I was gonna say a conspiracy theory podcast on the Federal Reserve alone. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck it is, how it got started, how it fucking controls our lives to the most minute of fucking ways. But different topic for another podcast potentially in the future. For now, the point is that they have the power to fucking influence our fucking our, our lives because since we're stuck living under the capitalist system, and they can't seem to fucking get it right. We're going to fucking, we, the people, are going to be the ones that deal with, the, are going to have to fucking bear the brunt of their fucking terrible decisions. And one of the ways, one of the most recent decisions that has really fucked shit up in the, in the crypto market has been their increase of the interest rate, right? They only increased it zero, only, I say only, quote unquote, but they only increased it point zero or 0.5 percentage points, okay? And this had a fucking catastrophic effect <laughs> on the crypto market, I like, that shit fucking crashed and burned, basically. It's been fucking rough, homie, okay? And the basic idea is that there's just a lot of people who have been over-leveraged, people that jump into the crypto market with fucking money they don't even have, expecting to fucking become, you know, fa- uh, wealthy, only to get fucking liquidated because they don't have the fucking money to be able to sustain that because they got to take that shit out, the money that they invested, to fucking pay back their loan that they took out to get the money in the first place, to cover their fucking housing costs, to cover their food costs, to cover their fuel costs, etc. You know what I mean? So all these motherfuckers are taking uh, are, are taking their money out of the crypto market, and, and it's, it's causing a lot of sell pressure, bro. These fucking paper-handed bitches fucking everything up, right? And uh, what's scary is that it's, it, you know the the concern is that it's also getting to the diamond-handed motherfuckers. You know, like you know, once the diamond-hand motherfuckers start to crack, dog, like ugh, 
it's going to be fucking tough. It's going to be a fucking bloodbath on those streets because it's going to completely bottom out. You know what I mean? Which, of course, is great news for those of us who are looking forward to, you know, for those of us, quote unquote, bears who are, you know, looking forward to, you know, the bottom of the bottom because it just provides a perfect buying opportunity. Right. So if you missed fucking Ethereum, for instance, at a cheap price, keep your fingers crossed that these fucking diamond hands crack because that means that that fucking shit will just bottom out more and it'll give you a good a good fucking entry point to, you know, jump in on. Right. Me personally, I like the dollar cost average, so it's really not going to, you know, unless I see a perfect prime opportunity, like, oh, fuck, dude, I got to I got to jump in on this bitch right here at this price. You know what I mean? But for those of you who are still like skeptical and you're seeing the fucking fear, like the basic this is not financial advice. Just so we're clear. But the basic idea is like you got to be fucking grab your fucking nuts, dog. When the fucking when, when, when everyone is selling, that's when it's time to buy. You know what I mean? It's tough. It's scary. Times are hard as fuck right now. But, you know, how the fuck else are we going to make it out the hood, dog? <laughs> And uh, yeah, I guess that's that, that, that's kind of where I'm at when it comes to the crypto market. Dog. I, me personally, like I have irredeemable faith. I have irredeemable faith in this shit. Okay, um, and again, I gotta qualify that this is this is not financial advice on my behalf because it'd be fucking very inappropriate of me, but also fucking illegal. Okay, but I'm just sharing with you my own personal fucking the, the ones that I've really been looking at, dog. Okay, um, and the ones. The ones that I personally like that I really, really, really fucking like, dog, besides Bitcoin, like I just fucking, you know, stack sats like yeah, I have an extra 10 bucks, like, whoa, I'm fucking stack sats, dog. Like I, I'd rather put this shit 10 bucks into fucking crypto, uh, into Bitcoin right now than spend it on some fucking on, on, on beer or fucking uh, a fast food or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, because those 10 bucks, who the fuck knows what they'll be worth in, in, in 20 years? Okay. Could be zero. Could be fucking 100. Who the fuck knows? Right. Just stack sats. That's what I like to do. You know what I mean? Um, so besides the obvious, the fucking uh, Bitcoin, I, like I, I'm fucking balls deep, obviously, in Cardano as well. You know, I, I've been I've been a little disappointed with the <laughs> with the performance of Cardano. Some people say it's a fucking shit coin. I'm starting to come around and maybe feel that way, but I'm still a fucking fanboy of Cardano. I really do believe in, you know, what their project is and what they plan on fucking doing. And I have hope for their fucking future. They hit a fucking all time high. About three dollars and ten cents. And uh, it's since crashed, it's about 75 cents right now. You know what I mean? So uh, I have faith that it is still going to fucking uh, uh, be on the come up. But who knows, dog? Who knows? Like I said, it could go to zero. It could go to fucking a thousand. You never know, right? Um, but it, it, the reason why I fucking am such a fan of Cardano is because I, I do feel like it's not going to be an Ethereum killer. I don't think there's anything that's going to kill Ethereum at this point, except for <laughs> except for maybe Ethereum because of its fucking gas fees and all that kind of shit, right? But uh I, it is a good, it is a good fucking like alternative, if you will, to Ethereum, and uh, which you know is another one that I'm fucking balls deep in. Dog. Like I try to dollar cost average that shit too because it's just it's such a, you know people talk about how it will potentially some say inevitably flip Bitcoin, meaning it'll be like the dominant fucking the crypto. You know what I mean? And I just you know you just keep your fingers crossed, dog, because if it, if that does in, in fact happen to be the case, and if you've been dollar cost averaging and you or perhaps even got in at a fucking low price, could be life changing. You never know, right? Um, the other ones too that I've been stacking though in this fucking terrible, terrible fucking uh, a dip is uh, Cosmos and Polkadot, dog. And uh, the reason I like Cosmos and Polkadot is for the same reason. They're basically the same coin, right? And that is interoperability. They're fucking coins that work on making other coins compatible with with each other. Basically, that's like the simplest way to explain it. You know what I mean? If uh, you're interested, there's my own personal favorite crypto channel is the Coin Bureau, right? But there's other ones as well that do great jobs of explaining all that kind of shit. Okay. And uh, perhaps the most reason why, the biggest reason why I have faith in the crypto market is because I, you know, I might be a little tardy to the party when it comes to this one, dog, but consider the instance of like fucking Twitter, for example, right? Uh, right now, currently, this fucking bitch ass dude, Sean King, I can't stand that motherfucker, dog. But uh, he released a tweet that was like glorifying the idea, govern me harder, daddy. That's fucking, that's, that's Sean King. You know what I mean? He was like happy that, you know, once Elon Musk bought Twitter, that he was, I received word officially that if fucking, t if uh, e uh, Twitter, uh, Elon Musk doesn't work to censor Twitter, then it's going to be removed from the Apple and, and, uh, and Google Plus store. Like, fucking simp, bro, asking to be fucking governed. Like, who the fuck, fuck you, dog. Like, this fuck this motherfucker, okay? I just, the frustration is so immense that I can't even fucking. I got to restrain myself, you know what I mean, in order to try to keep this as fucking YouTube friendly as possible, dog. But you know what I mean? If if by chance he ever entered himself into a fucking arena where, you know, it would involve some sort of physical confrontation, 
Okay, for charity, for instance, I would gladly throw my name into the mix to fucking jump in with that punk ass bitch, right? Um, but anyways, in response to that tweet, the fucking C- the, the 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 founder of Cardano, right? Um, he jumped in and said, "Dude, this would be fucking amazing. This would be amazing if the uh, uh, Apple Store or the Google Plus Store uh, removed Twitter, because then they could just bring that shit to the fucking the, 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 the cryptoverse. You know what I mean?" specifically onto web 3.0 and that would cause so much fucking mass adoption and it would fucking be it would just be an amazing thing for the fucking crypto space you know what i mean and uh that's one of the reasons why i still despite everything have fucking irredeemable i don't want to say irredeemable like but i have a lot of faith in fucking crypto like i do believe it is a liberatory fucking force and that it could potentially be used to help us fucking overcome fucking centuries perhaps even millennia's worth of oppression by the people who have fucking access to the vast amount of wealth and resources that the majority of us who start with nothing right will most likely never be able to accrue right um of course to be fair this could all be like just one big finesse homie and crypto is just you know one step in many towards the complete fucking centralization of power which you know is exactly what many in the underground have been saying Right. And I could definitely see how that can be the case. But, you know, I guess I guess only time will tell at this point is what I'm trying to say. Right. But uh, yeah, dog, something to consider again, just in wrapping this crypto shit up when it comes to this fucking, you know, just the economy in general, dog, is the impending recession. That is the biggest fear. Right. The impending recession and the entering into a quote unquote bear market. Right. Uh, Some things that I've like really been keeping my eye on, dog, is how the personal savings rate have fallen to an all time low. Let me look up this stat real quick, dog, because it wasn't fucking high to begin with. So let me look it up. All right. So this is fucking from January of 2022 and it's from CNBC. So if you trust that kind of shit, right. But it's also fucking echoed in the Hill and, uh, you know, in, in, in a lot of uh, in a lot of various uh, news outlets. Again, if you trust like the mainstream media and type shit, you know what I mean? But uh, if they're to be believed, 56 percent of Americans can't cover a fucking emergency dog of over a thousand dollars with the current savings. You know what I mean? And uh, if the news that has been released recently about the current state of the economy is to be believed, that's fucking only going to rise. And it has only risen as the personal savings rate has fallen to an all time low in the United States of America, dog. Okay, and that because of that, as you know, as I mentioned with the whole crypto shit and the sell pressure, I'm not saying the two are necessarily related. I'm saying that it's fucking, you know, like I personally feel like, you know, just because of my experience, like it could potentially be an issue, dog. Right. But uh, since the the the, the personal saving rates uh, have fallen to an all time low in America, it's what's happening is that more people are struggling to get by, dog. And that because of that, they're borrowing money just to try to do so. Okay. And it doesn't help, again, that the economy is fucking has shrank in the first quarter of this year, bro. Right. And uh, it's the point that I'm trying to make, like, fuck, dog, this shit, like, I'm not trying to be alarmist, but that shit is it is fucking a little it's something to be concerned with. You know what I mean? Uh, specifically from a human nature perspective. I've, you know, I've talked about this before in the, the episode of the, uh, the podcast that I did immediately following the, the lockdown where we talked about where I talked about, you know, just human nature and, you know, what happens when food supplies start to run low or water starts to run low or fucking medical supplies start to run low. You know what I mean? Like. We all experience this with just with toilet paper, bro. But what happens when the fucking lights go out type shit? You know what I mean? What happens when your fucking, your, your elderly fucking parents are, you know, are, 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 are sick and they can't have access to their medicine because there's a, a supply chain breakdown or, you know, whatever the case might be. Inflation has caused the price of the medication to, you know, fucking shoot up and their, you know, social security can no longer keep up with the basic living expenses. You know what I mean? Shit starts to get really fucking weird really quickly, dog. And, uh, you know... People have been talking about shit, how, you know, wage has been increasing, you know, and that's a positive sign for the economy. But honestly, bro, people who say that kind of shit, they just, they don't fucking understand math. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to be 100 with it, dog. Okay. Uh, they don't understand math because yeah, the average American wage has been increasing 5.6%, but inflation is goddamn near fucking 10%, bro. So what that means is that it, we're fucking in the negative, bro. We're not increasing. Our fucking purchasing power has decreased by at least fucking two and a half points. You know what I mean? I say at least two and a half because some people say eight. Some people say 10%. Like the numbers like of inflation is, you know, uh, disputed. I just go with the fucking higher because I'm like, fuck it, dude. I'd rather fucking overassume and fucking, you know, uh, 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 be prepared accordingly. You know what I mean? But uh, the idea here is that if our wages have only gone up fucking 5.6% and inflation is 8 to 10%, obviously we're not fucking making as much money as we used to before. 
And more importantly, our fucking ability to buy shit has fucking radically decreased. That's the whole point of inflation, right? And uh, it's 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 only gonna get worse, dog. Like you know, you 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 go through the shit that you know the Federal Reserve is considering, and you and you realize like this shit's gonna get worse before it gets better, homie. They're about to fucking pull more money out of the economy, okay, in the forthcoming months, in an effort to you know increase the int- as well as increase the interest rates, right? In an effort to curb all of this shit. And you know, <laughs> generally speaking, these type of measures they're they're never a good thing, dog. They're never a good thing financially, okay. I'm not saying it's going to last, it's going to be forever, but like, fuck, dude, if you know, you don't, if you're already struggling to get by and this shit's only going to get worse, it's fucking scary. You know what I mean? But of course, just to be the hopeful optimist as I always am, dog, like it will, it will present a fucking glorious opportunity to re-enter not just the fucking crypto market, but the fucking general stock market as well. You know what I mean? Because when this type of shit happens, motherfuckers sell their assets, yo. And, uh, when they do, you can either be the one fucking there to fucking scoop it up on a discount or the one that's going to be left behind, basically, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, so I guess one more thing quickly that just to tie up the whole idea between government and crypto and Twitter in general is the fucking disinformation board, dog. Like, that's something that I'm also keeping my eye on. Like, I'm not surprised. We, we shouldn't be surprised that they're fucking saying this. It's already been fucking in practice with fucking the inst- uh, with social media for the past two years already. And realistically, you know, if you're like really deep into the conspiracy underground, you'll know that like fucking social media itself is just an extension of government CIA programs like Facebook. It's not a fucking private company, dog. That they just, that's just the, that's just the fucking uh, guys that they put up in order to fucking uh, uh, uphold the, the veneer that we here in the United States of America have some sort of fucking freedom and that the government and the corporation private sector are somehow fucking, you know, uh, independent from one another. I'm not saying all corporations are fucking government funded, dog. Actually, I am kind of going to say that. Uh, you'll see here why shortly. I'm saying that all, at least a lot of them are, dog. And, you know, fucking social media unquestionably, unquestionably is one of them, right? When it comes to Facebook, for instance, which is a fucking, you know, Instagram is, a, is an extension of Facebook. That shit it was not created by Mark Zuckerberg, dog, and those two fucking Vinklevoss motherfuckers. That shit was a government program, LifeLog, that was shut down. It was being run by DARPA, Okay. And that shit was shut down because motherfuckers found out that the government was creating this fucking program that was tracking every movement of United of United States citizens and was accordingly fucking put fucking out to pasture, if you will. Conveniently, of course, conveniently, that very day that fucking LifeLog shut down was the day that Facebook supposedly fucking launched. Okay, so like you can fucking if you'd like, dog, you can believe the whole fucking movie, the, the social network movie with fucking Justin Timberlake. You can believe the narrative we're told about Mark Zuckerberg being this brilliant fucking genius. Right. Me personally, I'm not buying it, dog. I'm I'm more inclined to the idea that Mark Zuckerberg is a fucking he's just an actor, dog. Like all the other actors who have been put forth to fucking help them maintain their illusion right? the shadows on the cave. And, uh, you know, that this fucking. Instagram is just a fucking extension of the United States government. So how that parlays to the fucking uh, to the uh, 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 disinformation board, it's like we've already got we, we've already been exposed to this dog. It was already rolled out slowly uh, in the last two years with the fucking fact checkers, the quote unquote fact checkers on social media. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying, like, I'm not surprised. And uh, it's certainly not. It's something I'm concerned with, obviously. But, uh, you know. That's the whole point of philosophy, bro. It was one of the impetuses to try to share the philosophy. It's like, stay woke, fam. Fucking stay woke. Know that these fucking powers are at play, that these fucking institutions are constantly fucking trying to impose their fucking will on us, that it's a fucking, it's it's a dying institution, if you ask me personally. This whole Western world is, but it's not going to go out without a fight, dog. Like, in fact, if anything, at the very end is when it's going to put up the greatest fucking resistance. You know what I mean? So that's the, all the more impetus as to why you should fucking stay woke. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, dog, the whole fucking, you know, disinformation board now that they're actually making it like fucking a government thing, which of course was in response to the whole Elon Musk shit. You know what I mean? Which in itself is like a whole ass different fucking conspiracy, bro. Like on one hand, I'm conflicted thinking that we all know that a billionaire is not looking out for your best interest. Like, come on, dog. Okay. Uh, at the same time, you know, like it it is, there is no fucking denying that what he's doing is causing some fucking sort of a friction. So the question is whether it's manufactured friction, which probably, okay, or whether Elon Musk, like Donald Trump, really is an outsider to the fucking institution and he's fucking just ruffling a bunch of feathers. 
Me personally, I I, I would I I would venture to say it's probably a mixture of the both. That Elon Musk, like Donald Trump, is at best part of like a competing fucking organization that's seeking to take control. Game of Thrones, bro, you'll see it all played out, right? It's fucking House Lannister versus fucking House Stark type shit, right? That they're just, it's all one institution and different fractions are trying to take control of it, okay? Um, but whatever the case is, dog, like there's no, there's no questioning that what he's doing is fucking ruffling feathers and that it's fucking causing motherfuckers to, you know, seek to uh, try to keep that shit in place, okay? And that this fucking government disinformation board is just one of the many ways in which that's going to happen, dog. So to that end, I do want to quickly, before I move on, give a quick shout out to the senator from Kentucky, uh, Rand Paul. For those of you who are, you know, in the libertarian movement, you'll know him as the son of Ron Paul, who is like a famous libertarian historically, right? And uh, that, that was his whole shit that he did this week where he was talking about, dog, the biggest purveyor of disinformation in the history of the planet is the fucking United States government. And now you want to put them in charge of a fucking disinformation board? Like how, wh- wh- where are the, we're living in fucking bizarro world, dog. Like what the fuck is going on? That was like the gist of what he was telling us. So shout out to him for actually fucking having the cojones to say that and fucking, you know, uh, 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 in, 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 you know, one of those fucking meetings that they have when all the senators and governors and all that kind of shit are together. Right. And um, yeah, dog. So. Moving on from that just a little bit, I did want to get back to the whole point about how the government, you know, again, dog, like this is one of the things they say about China, for instance, like, oh, dog, China, like their government and their corporations, they're intimately connected. Like the government, the uh, uh, corporations can't do anything without fucking uh, government, the government knowing all their affairs and acting in, uh, through them. But I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? You've been so deeply brainwashed if you don't think that that's fucking what's happening in the United States of America, too. Like, put aside fucking social media, dog. The one is really fucking shit up right now. Like, and this is like, this is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not that Roe versus Wade is not important, dog. It's not that fighting for fucking social justice and equality is not important. What I'm trying to say is like, that's important. But fucking government-funded corporations like BlackRock and Vanguard that are buying up all the fucking housing in the United States of America... That's probably something we should really be fucking focusing on, dog. Okay, that's fucking critically, critically important, right? Especially when you realize that, you know, Donald Trump, dog, appointed fucking BlackRock to the fucking Federal Reserve. And basically what happened then is that these motherfuckers turned around and they started giving themselves money, our own money, American fucking taxpayer dollar money. And they use that money, dog, to fucking buy. It's fake money to begin with. Fucking fiat currency. It's fucking fake. It's not real. There's nothing to, ba- there's nothing to back it up, Right. However, they use that fake money to buy real fucking assets, bro, like houses. The fucking housing market is obscene right now, bro. It is obscene. And part of the reason why is because it is being artificially stimulated by this fucking corporation, BlackRock, dog, okay, that is buying up as many fucking single uh, family, mostly single family homes around the United States of America at astronomically high prices, okay, and they're just driving the cost of fucking housing up, bro. So again, like going back to this fucking crypto shit, this whole conspiracy shit, if you want to wrap it up and put a bow on it. And most importantly, the government imposing itself on our personal lives. You know what I mean? Like if you're not into this shit, dog, into crypto investing or just finance and the economy in general, like I understand how you can feel as though it's it's a non-issue. But goddamn, dog, trust me, yo, I, it really is. OK, I'm not you know, I'm not pretending to, I'm not sitting here pretending to be some sort of financial expert, but. As I've started to like focus more on this kind of shit, I'm seeing more and more how fucked up, how fucked dog we potentially are if this shit continues to go unabated, right? Because, you know, by artificially inflating the stock market, the housing market, bro, it's going to have effects that go beyond inflation and recession, bro. It's going to, it's going to have effects that go beyond our purchasing power, right? On It's going to affect our purchasing uh, ability to purchase everyday goods like groceries, right? Um... And, but it's going to affect the housing market as well, dog. Like, on one hand, you're, it's going to be, it's going to get to the point. And, and the reason why the housing market is so uh, important is because, like, that's a, a staple of the fucking American economy in general, right? And uh, if it gets to the point where fucking <laughs> you have potential home buyers who are, you know, getting outpriced by affordable housing, and conversely, you have the effect on renters who aren't making enough money to keep up with the fucking artificial price, like, what's going to happen, dog? And if you ask me personally, what's going to happen is, you know, we're going to get closer and closer to that whole, you will own nothing and be fucking happy shit that they're fucking the World Economic Forum is pushing on, is pushing on us, dog. And, you know, that shit, that shit is fucking concerning to me. <laughs> so, 
So, um, yeah, moving on quickly before I, you know, I'm almost here towards the end, right? So if you, if, if you stuck with me for this last, uh, wow, fucking hour already. I didn't mean to be an hour. I'm at like 30 minutes in and out, right? Uh, hopefully I'll get this shit locked down as the, as the fucking, as it progresses. But for now, I do want to finish by talking about the Ukraine, right? Just some shit that's happening with the Ukraine. And again, I'm keeping my eye on. And that is that the European Union is going to be cutting off its imports from Russian uh, fucking uh, gas, essentially, uh, in the next coming six months, dog. Which is concerning because our fucking president has said that we, as Americans, will be stepping up to fucking cover any potential lost uh, uh, energy, essentially, that the European folks experience. Because according to President Biden, there's plenty to go around, right? Even though this is going to result in fucking further surging gas prices than we're already currently experiencing, right? So... Something to further consider. So aside from all the fucking money that we're sending over there and the billions of dollars, now we're going to be sending energy uh, as well, which is just going to fucking, you know, when you couple it with the inflation and all that kind of shit, it's just going to put a further fucking squeeze on us, dog. And, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, like, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I'll just leave it at that. I'm not kind of, I'm not going to be alarmist, but I will say that I, I am concerned, right? And um, speaking of concern, <laughs> speaking of concern, Shanghai, dog. I don't know, you know, Shanghai. What's happening in Shanghai? The fucking authoritarian lockdowns that are happening in, in response to the COVID, bro. And the reason why, like, I've posted, I posted about it before on my gram, right? So if you if you want to go check it out, like, I had the videos that show from firsthand accounts of how fucking just draconian these lockdowns are, where essentially, if you don't, even if you fucking test, even if you don't have symptoms uh, for for you know the vid. But uh, you test positive, you get sent to a quarantine facility along with anyone that you were potentially exposed to, right, that you exposed. And uh, on top of that, like, they have fucking entire fucking apartment buildings completely locked down where people can't get in and out, not even to buy groceries, you know what I mean? So just mass suffering that's occurring right now in Shanghai. And uh, the reason why I'm so concerned about this is there's the obvious one, like the supply chain issues, the ensuing supply chain issues that are going to continue to fuck up the economy, Right. Um, but more importantly, dog, like, obviously, when this whole shit first started, it, that's where it started. You know, I'm not saying that it's like, I'm not fucking trying to say the Wuhan flu type shit. I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, what's happening there in terms of like lockdowns and outbreaks and all that kind of shit is what you could potentially expect to happen here, dog. And, uh, you know, even though Fauci came along and just said recently that we're out of the pandemic phase, what I'm trying to get to you is the importance of understanding that it's not... It's human nature, bro. That's the fucking thing that I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of human nature. So even though we're allegedly out of the pandemic phase now, according to Dr. Fauci, I don't trust these motherfuckers to not just turn around and be like, you know what? Fuck all this shit. We're back in this motherfucker. Day one of two weeks to flatten the curve. You know what I mean? And uh, I use what's happening in Shanghai as a potential fucking, you know, as just like, dude, like, fuck, stay woke, bro, because this could potentially happen here too, Right. And yeah, before I finish, before I finish, I'm at the end now, right? This is my conclusion. And it's my idea that I want to fucking end all these motherfuckers with a little bit of a conspiracy, just a spicy little conspiracy, if you will, to help get you through your day, right? And uh, the one that I want to end here with is that of Bill Gates, okay? And I'm going to associate the Bill Gates the same as Mark Zuckerberg, dog. This dude is evil as fuck, bro. This dude is evil as fuck. And the idea, we need to move beyond the idea that he's some fucking genius who invented Microsoft, because he's not, dog. He's not a fucking... He's not a genius. He's not fucking. He didn't invent Microsoft Word. Like he didn't do none of that. Though. The same way as fucking uh, 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 Mark Zuckerberg did not invent Facebook. They're just actors, dog. Both of them. They're both actors on a global stage that are put forward to fucking advance this narrative by the fucking masters of mankind. Okay, they are shadows on the wall. Okay, and uh, this Bill Gates motherfucker, dog. He's an evil motherfucker, yo. You know, this is a dude that's buying up all the farmland, all the farmland in the United States of America. I'm not saying Roe versus Wade is not important. I'm saying Bill Gates buying all the fucking farmland on the, in this country is fucking alarming, okay? This is a motherfucker who's actively spoken about blocking out the sun, right? We've all seen the Matrix. We all know how that shit works. Just further fucking uh, a push into the trans, uh, uh, transhumanist agenda. You know what I mean? This is a motherfucker with some shady ass connections, dog, in his past to Planned Parenthood. Which to tie it all up with fucking the, 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 the topic of discussion, the earlier topic of discussion of abortion is something that, you know, is merits looking into, dog. Like, fuck, looking into the idea of, of Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanger and how she was a racist and a eugenicist. You know, I fucking have told y'all that follow me along on the gram 
but also on this podcast before, yo, the Nazis did not start in World War II. The Nazis existed long before World War II. And the Nazis did not lose World War II, okay? I don't give a fuck how conspiratorial you think that is. If you're not fucking paying attention, dog, like, if you, that's on you, bro. Like, just look what's happening right now in the Ukraine. We are actively funding fucking Nazis, bro. So if you think they fucking ended, if they, if they ended with World War II, if they lost World War II, if they started with World War II, like, you need to do a little bit more fucking digging into this fucking shit, homie, because, you know, one of the things when it comes to Nazis is, their profound fucking hatred for non-Aryan peoples. And then you look at, you know, the different programs that they've established here, specifically on Turtle Island, to try to fucking rid us, try to rid this fucking land of us. And you start to ask yourself questions like, damn dog, is Plant Parenthood really looking out for us? Or is it fucking just more than just a coincidence that there's so many of them available in the hoods or us fucking brown and black folk? You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, when you have people like fucking Bill Gates, whose parents fucking ran Planned Parenthood, you know, that are actively coming out and he's speaking about shit like fucking population control and fucking, you know, all that type of shit. It's, it's, it should set off some alarms. Like what, what the fuck is going on here? Why, why are you talking about population control? Why are you talking about pandemics? Why, who the fuck are you? What authority do you have? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, that, that, that's the conspiracy, the tasty conspiracy, just to put it shortly that I would like for you to leave you all with. Maybe one day I'll do a further deep dive into it myself, or potentially you, you know, on your own can, you know, go look into all that kind of shit on your own, right? Uh, whatever the case is, I guess that would, this is a perfect, play, uh, a perfect place to put an end to my grito for this week, right? So if you've made it all the way to this part, I really do sincerely appreciate it. And uh, yeah, dog, my first running back, you know, I'm looking forward to dropping more as the progressing weeks follow as well as some actual deep dives into philosophy, okay? But uh, for now, I hope you all have a great rest of your day, morning, evening, whenever the fuck it is that you're hearing this. And uh, I'll see you next time. Until then, peace.